Avi Sipperstein, happy Hanukkah and welcome to JM in the AM. Happy Hanukkah and thank you, Nachum Siegel, for having me. It's an honor to be a part of your show. I appreciate that very much. Now, it's an open seat, the 29th District. It's New York City Council. Uh, it's open because the current member of that the district, uh, the, who represents that district, current member of the council, is being term limited. Uh, at what point did you say, I am tossing my yarmulke into the ring? At what point did you say, I want to represent the 29th District of New York on the New York City Council? That's literally how it happened. I decided to toss my yarmulke into the ring. <laughs> it was actually, it was actually uh, something that started uh, stirring up and brewing up during the early days of the COVID uh, pandemic. As a Hatsala member responding to multiple calls in the community, we, you know, as you know, Queens was hit one of the hardest uh, from, you know, at least in the beginning. Right. Um, I, I was responding to multiple calls, and I, and in my in my responses, I noticed that the protocols that we were being given that were changing daily uh, were didn't make any sense whatsoever, and they were all being mandated by people uh, in public office. And I just felt that there was something wrong with that. And then as those feelings continued to brew, I took a look around to see who would be running to represent our communities, uh, you know, who's, who had stepped forth from within the community to, to take that role. And I wasn't really happy with what I saw. And once I realized that there was, you know, that, 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 there's a, that there's a problem that we're about to face, regardless of which of these other candidates gets into office, I immediately began to think about, like I usually do, what can we do to make this better? And you know, together with a few other people, we tried to identify who from our community could represent us. As you know, the climate is changing politically. Uh, things are changing drastically. Things that we would never have expected as a Jewish nation that now we have to, you know, that our challenges now to us are things that, uh, that, that we really want to avoid. We tried to identify who would be a good person to represent us. And as the conversation uh, continued, the fingers began to turn in my direction. And so while I've always been involved behind the scenes as far as a community activist, I never saw myself as a, a front runner or, or a person in the political, uh, you know, headlights. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I gave it more thought. We talked about it. We talked to community leaders. We wanted to see if we would get, you know, enough support and backing. And the, uh, the responses were resounding. And so I said, that's it. We're going to do it. I immediately contacted a friend of mine who's in the political space. He's done. He's worked on some campaigns before. We consulted with him. We realized that we have a good opportunity if we're ready to work hard. And that's something that I've always done, regardless of where I am in life or what I'm doing. And so I decided, like you said, to toss my yarmulke into the ring. And it's been a it's been quite a wild ride ever since. But it's been an incredible ride. We've been already impacting and changing lives before we've even gotten close to the election. Avi Sipperstein is with us. All right, let, let's do a couple of things here so people understand what's going on. What's the calendar look like? It's now December of 2020. I'm assuming this is the Democratic primary. Would that be accurate? That is 100% accurate. I'm running in the Democratic primary in June 2021. Um, we have, it sounds like it's a, you know, a whole winter away, but it's really very, very close. It's much closer than, than we realize. No, that I understand. And, and is this, and no need, we, we don't have a, a, a need to discuss your, uh, your opponents on this show, but just so people understand, is this essentially a race between a couple of people and you're one of them, or is this one of those races where 10 people have declared that they'd like to be city council member? There are actually over 10 people that have declared that they want to be city council member. As far as uh, what they represent, like you said, we don't have to go much into it. They definitely don't represent uh, the same level of value that I do when it comes to, you know, what's important to our community. 
Um, but if you want to get, you know, on, if you want to look at it politically, we don't believe that half of these contenders will actually be there on election day. There's a number of things that you have to do as a candidate that makes you eligible to be actually be on the ballot. And a number of these people have not really met or are even close to that criteria. So right. on election day, we're talking about probably half of those people, maybe five or six. Well, the, tr- the, the truth is that may work out to the benefit of our community because it might be easier for our community to really influence an election with five candidates and if there would be two candidates. So it may work out to our advantage to have you in a in a bigger field and to be able to, you know, to motivate everybody to come on out and win that seat. Absolutely. And not only that, this year we have another factor, which is called rank choice voting. I don't know if you've talked about it on your show, but it's new to New York. It's something that's going to be coming to an election near you, uh, as far as I know, in the near future. And it's different than in the previous elections where you just go and vote for your favorite candidate. Starting now, January 21, um, when you go to the polls, you're going to have uh, like an option, multiple choices. Who's your favorite candidate? Who's your second favorite? Who's your third favorite? So if you were ever torn between a couple of candidates, uh, not if you're part of my community, you won't be torn. I imagine you'll be looking at me as your number one. But if you were ever to be in a position, and, and this is going to apply to the mayoral race, which is important to everybody as well, you're going to be able to pick your first and second and third option of who you want that to be. Now, how right. it plays out is that the weakest link gets dropped, and then all those votes roll over to the next one, until there's one of them standing with 51% of the vote. Right. So in this particular election, people will be able to come out and vote, and if they're undecided between two candidates, they'll be able to vote for two. So it's actually, uh, we're looking at that as a, you know, from a, from a political strategy perspective, this is something that could actually even work in our favor even more. Hey, if you're in Forest Hills, Rego Park, Kew Gardens, Richmond Hill, your candidate for District 29 of the New York City Council is Avi Cipperstein, the election is six months away in June of 2021. And frankly, Avi, the way your district has been represented nationally, um, or at least your borough has been represented nationally over the last few years has been pretty disturbing, frankly. And it would be nice to have someone like you there to hopefully influence the uh, the members of uh, the United States House of Representatives and the members of the United States Senate. Uh, once you're a council member, I think you'd have more influence than you would have as a regular citizen. So I think that it's really important for people to realize that we're talking about a district that has uh, some questionable leadership, and we'd like to see some adjustment to that. Absolutely, and especially with this um, this movement from the radical left, that, you know, they're, they're, they're not just taking over cities. They've made it clear on social media. They've made it very clear that this is their goal. This is their agenda. And I know you've traveled the world, and you you know you know a lot about history, I remember when I went to Poland a few years ago, and I wanted to really understand, you know, what was going on in Europe before the Holocaust. And it's sad to say that many of the things that we're experiencing right now, which we think could never happen in America, were happening then, too. Yep. And this, this movement by the, by the radical left is, is literally, it's, it's history repeating itself. So we're watching it happen unfold in front of us. And many people up until recently felt like their vote really didn't count. But now more than ever, every single vote really counts because we have people who are actively, and they have a lot of money behind them too, actively trying to take over these seats to influence government and implement changes that could be drastic, not just to you know our financial, uh, you know businesses, but also to our Jewish values. You know, and, uh, yeah. now I was just going to say that one of the keys to these races, and I'm sure you know this, uh, but we've observed it for so many decades already, is. Uh, it's such an advantage for the candidate who meets 
more of the voters than others. I mean, it, it's it's amazing that the uh, <laughs> that the one on one face to face encounters go so far when it comes to these races. Are you going to have an opportunity to reach out to other communities? Obviously, for good reason, you're emphasizing our community and call like a vote for that. Will you have an opportunity to reach out to other ethnic groups and other communities in District 29? Absolutely. And in fact, you know, we, you know, we believe that we can meet with people and be safe and social distant. I've already met with members of the Chinese American community because they also make up 20% of the district. Wow. We're, we're in the process of making a connection with the, with the Indian community. And so there's a lot of, uh, Queens is very diverse. And yep. so we're in touch with a lot of different community leaders through the community boards and through other civic groups to be able to at least meet with people on Zoom. I'm meeting with people on Zooms. I'm meeting, I'm getting onto different, uh, you know, different community board meetings, being able to just say hello, show my name, talk for, you know, 30 seconds. That's actually going a long way as well and resonating with uh, some of the people in the community. But what we're hoping for, obviously, is that we're going to be able to get out to events and hopefully there will be events. And if not, we'll make some events because we, we can do it and no. we can be you know, the, tr- safe way. the truth is, through Zoom, you might be able to meet more people on a typical night than than when it's a non-COVID situation. You may be able to use that to your advantage. By the way, you're in a district with some very active uh, rabbinic leaders who really take an interest in the community and really have good outreach themselves to other neighborhoods and communities in District 29. I hope the rabbis and uh, and community leaders are, are going to be helping you through this process because I really believe we need someone like you on the city council, and it would be nice to see the leadership of our community come out and support you. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I appreciate that, and you're right. That's really the motivation to run over here. It's really to represent the community and to represent the things that are important to us because it's definitely not a very glamorous position otherwise. And, yes, as far as the rabbis, the uh, support has been, like I said before, it's just been uh, outstandingly supportive. Every rabbi who I've met with, has come on board and has opened up tremendous doors and connections in both the in the Jewish community, but also in the secular community. Remember, rabbis in our community interact often yeah. as members of the faith, especially other- especially in your community. That's why I'm saying it. Especially in your community, there's so much outreach going on. Queens is such an underrated Jewish community in terms of how active they are and in terms of how influential they are. People don't realize it because they, they, for. For obvious reasons, they concentrate so much on Brooklyn because of the large, uh, you know, Jewish population. People don't realize how important Queens is when it comes to the political situation in New York. It really is, and that's why we know, like as residents here, we know we're on the forefront of this battle, and we're taking it very seriously. And that was the first question that you know the rabbis asked, and they said, "Are you are you serious about this?" And as soon as they realized that this is a very serious candidacy. Uh, we've been raising money from day one, Baruch Hashem. The, the fundraising is doing very well. We're doing a big fundraiser next week. We have 70, over 70 community leaders on our host committee reaching out to, you know, cover every nook and cranny to make sure that we're able to fund this the right way. But more so than that, we're taking the campaign very seriously. We already have a team of people that are very involved in making sure that our message is getting not just to the Jewish voters, but to every nook and cranny within the community, and the rabbis have been absolutely outstandingly supportive. Um, the website is uh, SipperSteinForCouncil.com, SipperSteinForCouncil.com. Um, Avi, you were actually born in that district, right? I was born here. I was raised here. I've lived here most of my life, other than a you know a little stint where I went to Israel for yeshiva. And uh, I work here. My office is here. I volunteer over here. My, my life is basically here at Queens. I know Queens since I'm a child. I know it really well. I know the communities. I've seen them 
evolve and develop, and I've been a part of that uh, process throughout the years. And like I, like I mentioned earlier, as a, as a member of Asala, I've responded into people's homes within the community in their moments of crisis and emergency. I've got to know the people pretty well. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, look, you're, you're really well-spoken. Uh, I'm, I'm very impressed. I, I'm so glad you're running. I wish you the best of luck, and I really hope our community comes out for you and helps you uh, in terms of financial support, et cetera, because we really do need somebody like you, especially in that area of the city. I know you know exactly what I mean by that. Um, yep. Queens is a very, very underrated, active, uh, influential uh, community in our city, and we need proper representation, to say the least. Go to the website, folks, SipperSteinsForCouncil.com. Sipperstein for council.com. It's obvious Sipperstein who's running in the Democratic primary coming up in June of 2021. I hope you'll be in touch and give us some progress about the campaign down the road. Absolutely. I'm going to definitely be filling you in on how things are going. And once we get into office, we'll we'll keep the connection going. What's your shul, by the way? You're you're in the, you're in District 29. Where are you most of the time? Which synagogue? So I actually, uh, my rabbi is Rabbi Sokolov. I learn with him in the mornings. I, that's where I daven chakras wow. during the week. Nice. And uh, on Shabbos, I daven in a small, well, it used to be a shtibel. Now it's a nice building on Metropolitan Avenue called Rabbi Teitelbaum Shul. Um, but believe it or not, since I've announced my candidacy, I've been invited to so many different shuls. I've actually been <laughs> hopping around. And I'm, I've been davening chakras in different places and mincha at this one. And I've been meeting a lot of really amazing people. There's so many, so many shuls in this community. I haven't gotten to all of them yet, but I am slowly making my way down the list. <laughs> Very cool. Call a you. Good luck, Avi, and keep us up to date. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time today, Freilich and Hanukkah, and a lot of continued Hatzlacha, all in the best of health. We need him, folks. We need people like him as well. Any young, well-spoken, you know, positive examples for our families and children who want to run for these positions, we should be encouraging them. Avi Sipperstein, Sipperstein4Council.com. The election six months away. We'll keep everyone up to date. Check out his website. You can see how you can uh, donate and support the campaign. And if you're in the Queens area, do what you can. We, we, we really need better leadership in New York. And to say it starts with the city council, I think, would be, uh, would be an accurate statement. Uh, more coming up. You're listening to a uh, Hanukkah edition of JM and the AM on day seven of Hanukkah.